Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Fantasy Football Friends Forever. Mad Max here, alongside Pistol Pete. Uh, good to have you guys back. Um, first things first, give us a follow on Twitter, at Mad Max, FFFF. Follow us on Facebook and Spotify, sports channel. Share with your friends. Kind of going to be doing a uh, reflection on the 2019 fantasy football season. Um, kind of Pete and I just... Pete had a pretty good fantasy football season, I would say, and then I had a, a lackluster fantasy football season. We're going to kind of go over what made our seasons su- successful, not successful, kind of reflect on that, maybe some tidbits for you guys to learn from our mistakes and our successes. So, you want to lead it off, Pete? Yeah, so for a little bit of context, I'm in five leagues, made the playoffs in all five, but the only two title games I made was the two I had a buy-in. And people don't realize, like, that buy is big. It makes a big difference, honestly. Well, I mean, you're no matter how good your team is, what, like a really great team against another good team, you win two out of three, you yeah. know? So you still have, like, a 33% chance of losing that matchup first round. So, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I like the buy in my two team. I mean, you're in the league my team was in. Came up short, but... I mean, I had some horses that got me there, like McCaffrey, Watson. And the key to my season, honestly, was Austin Eckler. Like that Eckler pick. Cause I got, in all your leagues, right? You pretty much had him in every league. The two leagues I made the title one, yeah. Because he was my third running back choice. Yeah. I went Josh Jacobs, like, decently high in our league. But then I got Eckler, like, I don't know, eighth, ninth round, maybe? Yeah. And the guy was a stud flex, like, yep. all year. But uh, just came up short, honestly. Uh, just because Watson and Eckler, like they just didn't get it done. I can't have nine points from Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that hurts. You can't like, especially when the guy you're going up against has been streaming quarterback and has Ryan Tannehill. And Tannehill, I, I would venture to say, probably won a lot of people leagues. Won um, a ton of people. I leagues. think Michael Thomas it was also on Wong's team. I I saw him on. A ton of championship teams. Like he just, he was, he was nails all year. He yeah. got you to the playoffs. He carried you through the playoffs. Like that guy's gonna be a first round pick in every league next year. Um, <laughs> ESPN has him number two overall. Yeah, we just got some pizza delivered here. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they have him number two overall, which I think is. Overvalued, in my opinion. Way we'll get we'll, we'll get yeah. we'll get to that here in a minute. But I thought he did. Um, Lamar Jackson, I think, is a guy that's probably won some people titles. Kenyon Drake, I think, was a people. I know people that picked him up in free agency. Yeah, big big time acquisition down the stretch. And I, I we've been on Kenyon Drake all year. I love the guy's talent. Uh, and but. Ultimately, yeah, Michael T- and McCaffrey was just the guy. Yeah. I mean, the guy was just so good all year. Even when his team scores six points total. He's got 25. Still, yeah. I mean, it's just insane. Ten catches for 90 yards. <laughs> yeah. It, the guy's just matchup proof. No, McCaffrey was definitely another one. Um, I For me, personally, like, reflecting on the, the this last year, I was just... I fell in love with one player, and if you guys listen to the podcast enough, you know who it is. It's David Montgomery. I just, 
I loved the guy, the talent. I thought he was a good fit schematically. Um, I thought Nagy would call better, like have a better scheme in place. Like I just felt like the offensive line was bad. Trubisky was bad. I, I thought the play calling was terrible. Like when I was watching Bears games, like it kind of just crumbled my fantasy season. And I think it's a great opportunity to learn that. You don't don't put your eggs in one basket, especially in a fourth round pick. Like m- maybe do that with like an Eckler when you're risking eighth, ninth, tenth round pick. Like that's fine, but like to spend a fourth round pick in all my leagues on David Montgomery, I think really it hampered me. It put me behind the eight ball. I I've managed 500 seasons in two of my leagues, and then the other league, I my team was just. Injury riddled in in the Jack Sack League. I had uh, I traded David Johnson and Cooper Cup really early in the year. This was before Cup blew up for Saquon Barkley right before he got hurt and uh, Matt Ryan in like this crazy. You get a five point bonus for three hundred yards. So Matt Ryan's like actually pretty nasty, and it's six points for passing touchdown. But Barkley got hurt, and that just and with Montgomery like. I was kind of just scrambling, trying to put pieces together in that league. And then, I mean, in Wong's league, uh, I think where I went wrong is just really, I overdrafted running backs. Like, I I hit my first two, like... Sonny Michelle just didn't get it done, though. Like, what? I had a... Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I shouldn't have gone Sony. What? I went... Get Carson. I had Chris Carson and Chubb. Yeah, you traded. I traded Chubb for Juju, which was just awful because I hit the panic button. I didn't have, I didn't have a wide receiver. Like my my wide receivers were terrible. Well, yeah, you yeah you had four running backs. Yeah, you can only play three. So yeah, it's just like kind of just you have to make a trade, honestly. Which I was kind of trying to recreate my team from the year before, and what I did that year is I loaded up on running back. And it worked because I hit on a couple wide receivers, but then I was able to pack, like, I had pass catching running backs, so, like, I think taking a guy like Sonny Michelle was a mistake that, like, in those middle, like, what was that, like, fourth round I took Sonny Michelle. I think it was just a mistake because his upside was just really capped. I, I just don't think he was ever going to get me more, like, value than where I drafted him. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. My rule with them in multiple leagues, like, so, like, I'm in a, I was in a keeper league, too, and I was debating on taking Alvin Kamara in our league over McCaffrey. A lot of people were taking Kamara high, but like you said, I don't like to hedge my bets, like, on one player in every league. Yeah. And that's why I have Kamara in two leagues and McCaffrey in two. I'm just never taking a player in every league because if yeah. he gets hurt or if he just shits the bed, I'm, I'm – Battling uphill, like, in yeah. every league. And that's what it felt like. Because I, I had McCaffrey kept in one league, and but I took Hopkins in the first. I think that's a guy that a lot of hurt a lot of teams because he got out of the gate so slow. It was, it was an uphill battle. And then, I mean, Montgomery in the fourth, obviously. And then to two-quarterback league, I took Wentz in the third, and that kind of killed me. Yeah. I liked Wentz, but he just didn't. He didn't do what he needed, like what I thought he was going to do this year. Too many injuries on that that roster, honestly, and I don't know. Yeah, it's just it just is what it is. Like if yeah. you guys, if you miss in your first like four 
round picks, like it's hard. Oh yeah, like those are your horses. Even when you pick up Darren <laughs> Waller, even when you're like making trades, like I thought I made some bad trades over the year um, across my leagues. I traded Waller for um, Carlos Hyde because I needed a running back to fill. I had no running back two to fill in for a buy, which I ended up winning that matchup because I had Carlos Hyde because Carlos Hyde played the Chiefs and went for like nineteen. Oh, yeah. Like it. It worked out in that sense, but then at the end of the day, like, no one would give me any value for Waller at that time because no one believed in Darren Waller. I believed in Darren Waller, but I wouldn't trade Ertz. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> bad, bad trades overall. So, it was a rough year. Like, I won the toilet bowl in the Jack Stack League. My team ended up turning it around. It balled out in the playoffs. I had, I had Barkley, who just went berserk. But, like, a lot of teams that um, had Barkley didn't make the playoffs. Didn't make it. Yeah, and that's a guy. I mean, he's going to be a stud next year, too. Like, I know he's never going to be, like, low, like, undervalued, but. But he could be McCaffrey next year. Like, McCaffrey, what, was going consensus third overall? Yeah. And he could end up being a guy that goes number three overall and ends up being the number one yeah. fantasy player. Like, yeah, I, I love, love Barkley. I, love I think he's, he's a stud. So. Barkley, so he kind of he had that high ankle sprain, which he like they called it a high ankle sprain. Dude, he broke his leg. Like if you watch the play, he literally broke his lower leg. It he was back so soon. Yeah, too. it was. Like, he wasn't man. the same for a while, but he finally kind of started looking like Saquon Barkley. And I think Daniel Jones being there, I don't know. Some people don't believe in Daniel Jones. I think if they can get a good <clears throat> Slayton, could be it though. I don't know. Get another weapon there. Build the offensive line. They got some work to do in New York, but I, I like Saquon Barkley next year. Now let's go into the next segment. Yeah. I mean, uh, so we're going to cap up some overvalued, undervalued players going into the 2020 season. Just guys that I have it based off of uh, ESPN's PPR rankings cheat sheet for 2020. So that's kind of what I based it off of. And it, I was just kind of looking at it like first, first take. What do I think? Um, I'll lead it off with my first overvalued guy going into 2020. ESPN has this guy at wide receiver 10, Allen Robinson. No way am I taking Allen Robinson at wide receiver 10. I'm sorry. Miss me with that. Yeah, that's high. I mean, he's had a good year for that terrible offense, but... Yeah, I, I don't want any. I'm not. I'm not taking him as a wide receiver one. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't want him being my wide receiver one. Like you're just looking for <laughs> trouble. Honestly, I don't think that. I don't even know if Mitch Trubisky is going to finish the year next year. There. Yeah. Like, well, there there's talk that maybe the Bucks are trying to trade for Trubisky. That's, I don't I know don't what know. the Bucks are trying but yeah, to do. Wide receiver ten just feels way too high for Allen Robinson. I know he's had a solid year, but no way am I doing that. Uh, that feels either. like it's just going to blow up in your face. Yeah, he's a guy who's going to regress. He's talented, but... Yeah, he's a stud. I'm not... I'd love him as my wide receiver, too. Yeah. I'll take Allen Robinson, but to carry my team? No, and I just... uh, My rankings, I just kind of... I didn't look at the cheat sheet that much, but I just went, like, where I personally think people are going to draft these guys. Uh, And a guy... It just depends what happens in that quarter. Chris Godwin, I think he's regressing next year. If Jameis isn't there... Like, say they get a guy like Teddy Bridgewater. Jameis throws the ball downfield. Yeah. And I think Chris Godwin, like, people in the fantasy circles, like, they knew who he was. But in the NFL, like, 
I don't know if those guys really knew, like, if they were scheming for Chris Godwin. Like, opposing defenses. Like, Mike Evans was getting a lot of coverage early in the year. Yeah. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna regress next year. Like I, I just. I don't want him wide receiver one. I, uh, I had him as a wide receiver one, and like in a zero wide receiver strategy, I ended up. I ended up with Godwin as my wide receiver one, and it paid off. Like I believe in God. I like Godwin's talent, but I think your point is, ESPN has him at wide receiver seven. So it's like they have Evans at six, Godwin at seven. I just have to see who's their quarterback. Yeah, next year. that's the first thing. But I, I think in the Arian system, like, I just think Godwin's going to be a guy that's going to be hovering around 100 catches no matter what. So I, I would be more weary on Evans depending on the quarterback rather than Godwin depending on the quarterback. Yeah. Personally, I, I think Godwin's a stud. So I like I Chris Godwin. Wide receiver seven is high, though. Seven's high, uh, but. But he finished top five, didn't he? Like, yeah, I think he did. I mean, before the injury, but he was going berserk like the first two months. Yeah, but like you said, like a lot of coverage going towards Evans, which I I just I don't know if if NFL coordinators didn't know Chris Godwin was good. That's on them. Like that, go watch the tape. Like the guy's a stud. He is know. a stud. I just don't know if they thought he'd be this good. Like nobody yeah. drafted Chris Godwin as wide receiver one this year. No. Fantasy. Like no, well, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for those opportunities. Like everyone knew he was going to be good, like solid two or flex, but we'll yeah. see. Who else you got? Um, for overvalued, I'll kind of finish that out. I think based on ESPN's rankings, Austin Eckler at RB15 missed me with it. I know he had a great year, but I'm not. I'm not drafting him as uh, mid to high end RB2. Melvin Gordon's not there. I'm I'm taking Eckler RB two all day. I, I saw we'll what he see. I saw what he did without him. Like guy was crushing without Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Reaches out. I think it'll depend <laughs> on who they end up. I don't think they're gonna they're gonna bring someone in if they let Gordon walk. I think they bring they draft another guy or they bring someone in. Like I still think that workload is going to diminish and I don't know Gordon after week eight. Outscored Eckler, like close. He didn't kill him. It was like ten points, I think. Yeah, and most somewhere. of those were touchdown. Like scored more touchdowns. Well, that, that's what was crushing for Eckler in the beginning of the year. He's scoring two touchdowns a week. Yeah, so Gordon's <laughs> not there. I mean, I, I just, I just like, I don't know. I don't see the upside next year. We'll see. If Philip Rivers is there, he's dumping it to him eight times a game. But I don't think Philip Rivers is going to be there. That's the other thing. Like yeah, I, that's... I know you love Eckler, but I just, <laughs> I just, I just don't see myself taking him as RB fifteen. I would rather have some. I, for example, on my undervalued list, I have Carson, Kenyon, Drake, and Gurley. RB fourteen, RB sixteen, RB seventeen. I don't want any part of Todd Gurley. Oh, bro, give me Todd Gurley next year at RB seventeen. Uh, what do you finish this year? Like yeah, but I feel like down the, like down the back end of the like season, I felt Sean McVay made it a point to like get him the ball more. I just you don't think I mean? his knees help. I just don't think Todd Gurley's ever gonna be what he was. Like nowhere near what he was those few fantasy football years. I just think he's going even later than he did this year. I'm I'm probably snagging Todd Gurley next year. 
Well, maybe we have a bet next year. Eckler or Todd Gurley. <laughs> Eckler versus Todd Gurley? I might do that. Yeah. It, but, like, Kenyon Drake and Chris Carson. Both I guys I have Drake. under. RB16 for Carson? The guy was a top 10 back before he got hurt. Yeah, that's way too low. I don't, I don't get that. I'll take Chris Carson. And then I would there. rather have the, like, if he's in Arizona, Kenyon Drake at RB14 versus Eckler at RB15. Yeah, I'll take Kenyon Drake. Easy. <laughs> like, that's Kenyon a slam dunk. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I just feel like Eckler at. RB15 just doesn't – you put those names around him, and I'm just like, I never draft Eckler over those guys. Yeah, teach their own. I mean, I like the – I just – off that Todd Gurley train, I don't know. I, I, I just damn. He's an RB2 in my opinion, like for sure, obviously. I don't – I don't know. I just don't see – I just don't see that knee getting any healthier. So you wouldn't t- take Gurley in like the late third, early fourth? Not Too much risk. I'm not taking him in the third. Fourth round? Think about it. <laughs> we'll see who's there. You well, could be my Dave Montgomery next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll think about it. Who do you have? Uh, overvalued? Uh, well, you said it earlier. I mean, this is... like uh, When you said Michael Thomas was number two overall, I'm never taking a receiver. Personally, I'm never taking a receiver top five. Like, that's just my thing. And another guy, I don't know where he was at on the overall big board. I never take a quarterback, so Lamar Jackson never taken him in the first round. He's yeah, they had him at sixteen. Oh, okay. So, yeah, mid second round pick. I'm still not doing it. I no, I'm him. not either. I, I'd rather wait. I mean, you get if he's going this. You get a ton of stud quarterbacks later, like I just Watson, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. Like, yeah, I mean, no, it's just like everyone's going to overreact to. The MVP Lamar Jackson season, like he had a great year, but next year you got to remember it's it's a new year. It's a new year. Injuries happen. His style of play, like chances are he's gonna miss games. Like, yeah, I just I wouldn't spend a second rounder on him either. Um, my quarterback overvalued. He's at ESPN's QB four. I love the talent of this guy, but I am not taking him at QB four, and that's Kyler Murray. Yeah, that's hey, insane. QB4? Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's crazy. No I way. I don't know what they think Arizona is going to be next year. Like, unless they bring in more weapons for him, which he was, he was like a top five quarterback for a lot of games. I would say, like over the course of the season. But I just, no way. I'm taking my QB4. That's like so high. Maybe like QB8, QB7, somewhere around there, but. That feels overdrafted to me, if that's where he ends up going. Yeah, uh, like I said, unless they get some more weapons around him, like, he needs a better red zone target. He has no tight end. Like, I just don't – no way I'm taking a QB4 either. Well, that's the problem is, like, Christian Kirk, I think he's a good slot wide receiver, but he's playing on the outside right now. Like, they need to draft a good outside wide receiver. They have Andy Isabella, who's a nice field stretcher. I think he's got potential next year to really – like, maybe break out. We'll see. Like, the guy's got elite speed. and But they need that big red zone target for him that can go up and just high point a ball. Yeah, they do. And I think they want that wanted that to be Hakeem Butler out of Iowa State. Yeah, I remember that kid. But he, he didn't even see the field. Yeah, so I don't know if it was between the ears or they just didn't trust him. I don't know. But, but yeah, you're right. They If he's going to throw enough touchdowns, he needs a guy that can – Score in the red zone. And that was their problem this year. They didn't score enough. They were terrible in the red zone. 
Sam Gonzalez was like the number one <laughs> fantasy kicker for through like what ten weeks. Like he's just crushing like yeah. fifteen points a week because they they moved the ball well, but yeah, they once they got it. within the twenty, it was just yeah because they didn't have no target. Like I said, yeah. like, go get Mike Williams. <laughs> Who else? You got anybody else to note? Overvalued, overvalued, undervalued, whatever. Uh oh, undervalued. Joe Mixon. I love me some Joe Mixon next year. They're going to get Joe Bro from LSU. Uh, he's an upgrade from Andy Dalton, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I think they're going to – and his teammate, if he comes back, A.J. Green. I like A.J. Green next year. I mean, yeah, they got wet. They got A.J. Green, John Ross. Yeah, Tyler Boyd. Nice, Tyler like, Boyd. So they got they weapons. quarterback. Their offensive line got banged up early. They lost their first-round draft pick. They drafted like a left tackle or something. They lost him before the season started, and then – they had one other guy that like was a Pro Bowl or something that went out. He was a guard. So, yeah, if they get a good quarterback, like if he pans out, Joe Mixon, they have him at RB ten, but even there, like, I mean, not bad, not a bad pick. I mean, the guy led the league in rushing like two years, not this year, but in the AFC. Like, he was, he's a stud. Is, guy is a stud. Joe they were, they stud. feed him the rock. Yeah, they like the last. What six weeks or something? He led the league in rushing attempts. Yeah, like twenty five game, <laughs> and they were losing games by twenty points, and somehow <laughs> still getting the ball. Yeah. Um, one last undervalued guy I have listed that we have not talked about is John Brown at wide receiver twenty nine on ESPN's Dang. rankings. That's super That's low. Stupid. The guy is a wide receiver two all year. That's crazy. I like lock me in on John Brown. At as a third wide receiver. Oh, yeah. I love, I love John Brown. Like, I just love Josh Allen throwing the ball deep to him. Like, yeah. He loves throwing the ball downfield. I don't know. He had a ton of targets, too. Like, yeah, this guy was averaging, like, 10 targets a game. Just him and Cole Beasley out there, really. Like, yeah. I don't know. Love me some John Brown next year at wide receiver 29. We'll see if that goes up or down. But I don't see it going down. Yeah, I don't know if they that just feels way undervalued. He should fall be off a cliff or something. Yeah, he should be at like eighteen. Yeah, he should definitely be top twenty. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Who um, else you got? Anybody? Uh, undervalued guy, actually, a guy that you talked about earlier that you traded for, Juju, and he was overvalued to me coming into this year. People were like, "I want Juju's wide receiver one." I was like, "Never taking him." That's yeah. My wide receiver one, just not doing it. This year, come, I'll take him as my wide receiver two. Like, I think people are like. I think he's undervalued. Like I think people are down on Juju. I think he, ESPN had him at wide receiver twenty three. That's crazy. So you're you're getting him as like borderline your third wide receiver. That that's could, that could be nasty. Like I like that pick though. No, I, I like Juju going in to next year's drafts, especially with the emergence of Deontay Johnson on the outside. Like I think the problem was early they were just focusing in on Juju. Yeah, yeah, and the quarterback plays sucked, and Deontay Johnson wasn't even on the field. Yeah. <laughs> like Moncrief, <laughs> Dante Moncrief, and James Washington, and like Jesus, like okay. you drafted Deontay Johnson in like the third round. Like get the guy on the field, please. <laughs> but no, he's like he's a good outside wide receiver. So, I mean, if they get Big Ben back next year. Oh, yeah. Juju, a wide receiver, 23. It's a steal. It feels like a steal. I like that pick. 
Um, that wraps up my list. If you got anybody else. No, I'm good. Um, on to our uh, DraftKings picks for the week. Wrap up this uh, this show. Going a little longer just because we have this uh, fantasy season recap we got to do. But we're finally to the DraftKings picks. Probably what you've been waiting for. <laughs> to lead off, I like Patrick Mahomes this week for quarterback. 7,200. Lock him in. Home versus the Chargers. Yeah, he's give me gonna, Patrick Mahomes. He's gonna ball. I have him on my list. Actually, that's, that's a good price. Seventy two hundred. I feel like it's a low. That's a lock to me. Like, like the only other guy I could really see myself taking, if I want to just change it up a little bit, my lineup making is Carson Wentz at sixty one hundred. Yeah, at Washington. So those are like my two quarterback plays. I'm not really probably playing anybody else. Yeah, I'm just. Do you have anybody well, anybody else listed? Like I, I put. Matt Ryan at Tampa for six. Yeah, what was it, five hundred? But well, why then, go Matt Ryan at Tampa when you can just get Mahomes for seven hundred? No, more? yeah, like, no. I'm just putting Mahomes that's, in. Yeah. Uh, then running back, uh, I've got the, I've got both guys facing each other. I like Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon. Honestly. Love Nick Chubb. Like if I, I could, if I could play Nick Chubb twice, I would. Like like seventy five hundred at Cincinnati. Yeah, like I just. Think I like both running back. I have both listed seventy two hundred, seventy five hundred. Yeah, get I, them both. They're just gonna run the rock all game. Yeah, I think it's gonna be an ugly just run the rock type of game. I love I, both of them. I love both those picks. Um, guy that's a little more expensive that I also love is Zeke versus <laughs> Washington at eight K, dude. Yeah. Uh, that's a good price too. I feel like it's a slam dunk, dude. He's just gonna crush that. Yeah, he's going for twenty plus. Yeah, he's gonna get twenty five carries, I think, too, because Dak's not healthy. Dak's if hurt. you watch, yeah, like his shoulders messed up. So. No, they're running the rock this week versus Washington. Um, one last guy, cheeky play, a little cheaper, forty seven hundred, Damian Williams. Yeah, that's that's cheap. I, it's cheap. I'm just saying, Very like, if cheap. you want to load up at wide receiver. And find a cheap running back, forty seven hundred Damian Williams. No. Kind of risky, but I mean gotta take risks last week of the year. Yeah, like, I mean it's just a wears out. Week. Uh, I could see it. Yeah, forty seven hundred you could definitely. He was running hard off. last week too. That's what I like. So I think Damian Williams got that chip back on his shoulder a little bit. Yeah, no, I can see that. Um then receivers, I mean I've got Tyreek Hill. I like Tyreek Hill at seventy seven. Yeah. And I like uh, guy who's been balling the last two weeks. I like Sterling Shepard again, sixty-two hundred against Philly. I think Shepard. I think it's gonna be a high-scoring game, honestly. Yeah, I've got. I like Shepard for a little cheaper, forty-nine hundred. I've got Slayton listed. Very Slayton versus Philly. Yeah, he, he's just got that big play upside. Like at forty-nine hundred, that just feels like. Well, dude, so, like he just sometimes takes a fifty-yard touchdown. You know what I mean? The reacting to that goose egg last week, he put up a dud. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. Long had him. He put up zero. Yikes. <laughs> That's I don't long. know. Yeah, but no, it's a good price. Forty-nine hundred feels cheap. I. It there is a ton of like, the target distribution is is tough there because you got. Shepard, you've got Slayton, you've got Ingram, you've Tate. got Tate. Is Ingram playing? No. Okay, no. but Golden Tate. Saquon. Saquon Barkley, like, Jesus. So, <laughs> that, yeah. Flyer at 4,900. Yeah. But I'm not saying start him in every lineup. I'm not putting my. I'm not putting him on the 
on that. Another cheeky start. I'm going cheeky right now. Greg Ward at 4,700. I have him in our date in our lineup. Like that's just so cheap. Isn't no one threatening? The guys played well. Good flex play, like for yeah. your for your lineup, like solid little receiver too. Good, like not a high A dot, but 4,700. I like his play as well. Do you have any cheeky guys that you kind of? Just your boy, uh, Atlanta game. Your boy Gage, 4,400. Yeah, like I like him. Like yeah. Calvin Ridley's not playing. Like. I think he's going to get some targets. Yeah, so, I like that call. What do you, and the guy, my boy, if you want to spend up, if you want to pay for Devontae Adams against Detroit for AK, I don't have a problem with it. I think he's going to eat Detroit. I mean, they have, they have some Adams play Adams has been balling the last couple months, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. There's a reason he's AK now. Mm. Um, guy that's a little pricier, you can lock him into a lot of lineups that I like. Cortland Sutton at 6,400 versus Oakland. Yeah. I also have I have Fant too at tight end. I have Fant at tight end. It's so cheap, thirty six hundred. Like, should we be talking Drew Lock in a lineup for like? I didn't know what tournament? his price was. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't look it up. But I'm sure it's like fifty five or something. A lot of Denver guys are. I mean, they should be good plays. The tight tight ends. There's some great value at tight end though. Yeah, I mean, we we talk about tight end. I I'd Sutton and then. Two more guys I'd list at wide receiver. DJ Chark at 5,800 versus yeah. Indianapolis. And then Gallup at 5,400 versus Washington. Like you said, though, Dak's banged up. So I I like the price of Gallup, but at the same like, He just didn't look kind of iffy. Yeah, it's kind of iffy there. I just think they're going to pound the rock, Dallas. And DJ Chark's price came way down. He's had a rough few weeks. Um, Which is why I like... Trying to pick him off yeah, right now. It's a good week to play him, though. Yeah. Like, He's got that, like, boom to him. He does. He's a big play guy. Um, But, yeah, that's that's about all all the wide receivers I've got listed. Yeah, that's all I've got. Um, who you got at tight end? Uh, sl- slam dunk for me is Dallas Goddard. No Zach Ertz against the 4,900. Yeah. Like, I like Goddard. I, I He had a great game last week. I think you're going to crush it this week. Wentz just looks for him is, all day. Uh, yeah, and his projected ownership's 9%. Like, we'll see if that holds. I don't think that's holding, but... No way. Um, some other guys I like. I like Hooper at 5,800. Yeah. Hooper's I mean, just a beast. Like, he is. Not with Ryan Ridley, Ridley out, like, like you like Russell Gage. I, I think it's going to be a lot of Hooper. I don't know. It could be. It should be high scoring. I mean, Tampa's just terrible. And then a uh, guy for forty two hundred who I like, who who balled out against this team just two weeks ago, Jonu Smith. Dude's been balling the last two weeks, and he tore up Houston a few weeks ago. Plays him again. I like the matchup. Yeah, I mean, he could be. I. He's so hot or cold. But been hot. what's his price? Forty two hundred. Not terrible. I I like Fant at thirty six hundred. I feel like that's just stupid low. I I don't know. Maybe there's a reason why that's so low, but Fant at thirty six. I just Oakland. I feel like I need to get some Drew Lock because <laughs> I like Fant and Sutton. Like I didn't, I yeah. like that. I might do a little tournament stack for that. Um, 
Hunter Henry at 4,500. Oh, yeah. That's, that's dirt cheap, but God, River has just been so bad lately. I, I just never know. I just feel like he's always throwing to the running back or Keenan Allen. Like, Mike Williams and Hunter Henry are just frustrating to own. Um, that's all I got for tight end. Who you got for uh, defense? Yeah. Uh, my cheap defense, I'm going with Vikings at home. I know they might not play a lot of their starters, but against the Bears, 2900 like, I like the price. I mean, Mitchell Trubisky is just terrible. Like, that team's checked out. They're, they're done. 2900 is just dirt cheap at home. Yeah, I've, I've got two defenses. I do not have them, but both are 3K. Green Bay at Detroit. Yeah, that's a good one. Green Bay's playing for a lot. Detroit, not so much. <laughs> and then I like Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Robert Griffin the third starting. Pittsburgh's playing for a playoff spot. That's a nasty defense. Yeah, they got to win. Yeah, like I like Pittsburgh a lot too. No, that's not bad. I, I don't know. I I I'm, I would lean. I like both. God. I don't know which one I would take. They're both 3K. Yeah, I don't think there's much different. I I like Green Bay, honestly, because I think, I think Baltimore's – I think they could beat Pittsburgh, honestly, still. I'm taking RG3 over Hodges. Like, he's just a better player to me. I just think <laughs> Pittsburgh's got a very, very, very good defense. That's where I'm at. Like, like they better be able to beat the backups, but I don't know. It's a rivalry game. We'll see. Dude, why can I not find Drew Locke's prize? I don't know Drew Locke's prize, dude. <laughs> Siri, where you at? Anyways, that wraps up what I've got. That's it. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys win some money this weekend. Last last chance for the full slate of games for daily fantasy. Um, time to reflect going into the next year for some. Gonna be a really long off season, <laughs> yeah. but um, stay tuned. Like after this, like week, we're still gonna be doing draft kings lineups for playoffs. Like that's still relevant. Um, after we'll, we'll be doing like playoff picks, um, recap of playoff games. Yeah, and so we're we're still gonna be pumping out podcasts going forward. Uh, I'll probably just be doing once a week just because there's not as much to talk about. But even after the season, we're going to be talking NFL draft, talking incoming players, moves. So we're going to try to keep this train rolling week in, week out. Um, We'll see if it dials back to every couple weeks. But appreciate you guys listening. Until next time, peace.